More than anything, the world needs you to show up. They may not know it, they may not see it, they may not understand it, but within you, you see it and recognize it because you're a visionary. You see the pain, but you also see the healing. You see the problem, but you also see the solution. You see the lack, but you also see the provision. You see the gap, but you also see the bridge. Trust yourself, keep going. I remain in the present. I appreciate and experience each moment as it comes to me. I shower myself with grace. I approach myself with patience and understanding. Thank you for joining me for another episode of My Curl Speak with Key. Of course, I'm Key, and happy Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Unfiltered Forever. Use my code CURLS at checkout to receive cash off. Again, visit unfilteredforever.com and use my code CURLS at checkout. Now, today's episode, I have a guest who is not really a stranger to My Curls <laughs> Speak With Key. Y'all, let's welcome Kay Antoinette back to My Curls Speak With Key. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hello, hello. How have you been? I've been good <laughs> now that I'm back. <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. It's it been has. a minute. Yep. It's been a minute. So, you know, we start off with icebreakers, right? Mm-hmm. So, let's see where we're going to start. Because I always ask you questions that you don't actually know. All right. So, iPhone, Android. iPhone. Football, basketball. We're going to do it simple this time. Oh, basketball. Okay. We're going to. If you can marry an athlete. Football or basketball? I see. I don't know enough athletes to know. <laughs> now I'm going to tell you. See, I would prefer to marry a basketball player, but I think the money looks better with football players. No, I think it's NBA, right? NBA make more than NFL. I guess it depends because if you Russell Wilson. But honestly, if we're going to talk about <laughs> sports, I'm gonna just go with the the baseball people. They make the most, right? You're right. <laughs> they do make the most. MLB. So if we're going with the money. Mm-hmm. Okay, speaking of, of that, I'm going to ask you a question. I've never asked this question before, but it was kind of, uh, I got this from what we were talking about before we started recording. Okay. Would you marry for love or would you marry for stability? Okay, I'll both. I got to choose. You got to choose. <clears throat> Love, because you can have stability and be miserable. You can have love and be broke. You can, but if you got <laughs> love, like I would, that would be a better question, I guess, if it would be like happiness or stability, because it's no guarantee that you're going to be happy with both. Honestly, that you is can have true. love and still, you know, be miserable because you ain't got everything else you need. And the same with stability. I know my grandma told me a long time ago she was like the second time she got married, she was gonna get married for money. Because the first time it she got married sense. for love. But, like, <laughs> when, when I get married, I want to get married for love because I feel like, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic, so I feel like love just conquers all. But you can't be broke. I, no, I mean, of course not. I'm not saying you can't have nothing. Like, you got to have something in your bank account yeah, that's going to be You got to be doing something because I've been broke long enough. But you feel like the ice has been, you know, broken? Oh, I didn't need no icebreakers. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the questions, though. Okay, so today we wanted to talk about Mr. High Value himself. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a video that came out. Now, for y'all that's listening to this particular episode, me and Kay recorded an episode on dominance. 
and how that affects relationships when you are, um, if you're a dominant woman, an alpha woman, dating an alpha man, is it possible? We actually did an episode on that, which is why we're talking about Kevin Samuels because we forgot to talk about it on her episode. <laughs> now, how we forgot to talk about that, I'm not really sure. It happens, right? So we're going to talk about it here. Okay, so this is like the part two to Kay's episode. Um, you got to go listen to that first and then you can come listen to this one. All right. Well, if you listen to this one, then just turn this off and go listen to that one. Then come back. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. But anyway, so Kevin Samuels released a video. Um, the real video is on Patreon, so I can only see the preview to it. Like when he introduced the topic mm-hmm. and basically the name of it was our modern women fell in their daughters mm-hmm. and he talked about how, okay, he had a young lady that called in. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah, and that's why one in four, that's why one in four black women will never marry in their lifetime because of what you're talking about. Because when I asked you if you're raising your daughter to be a wife, you started citing her education. The first thing. If you watch my show, that's why this whole sound is so funny because that's what you ladies tend to think we give a shit about. You don't go to school to get a bachelor's or master's and a PhD. All that student loan debt, unless you're rich. You're going to have student loan debt, right? Then who's going to have to pay that? Is she going to just drop it on her husband? Because you can't be a a professional and a mother. You got to pick. So you're going to have four, six, eight years of college of college to, to what? Just go be a, to be a mom? No, that's not how that works. You're raising her to be, to survive the world alone. Nothing in what you said have you talked about, I'm raising her to learn how to cooperate with a man. You're right. This is what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow night. Why your mothers fail you, ladies. Okay. Mothers fail their daughters in this way. You teach them how to be independent. And then you wonder why they can't find men. You say you talk about relationships. Okay. What do you talk about relationships with her? You say in order to know what you need to do to, for that man. You tell her what to look for in a man? Mm-hmm. Okay, but what do you tell her to do for a man? To be submissive. What does that mean? To be submissive to him as you are to God. Okay, submissive. What does submissive mean to you? Because she's so, wait, wait, so submissive as you are to God. So that means she submits I, to her husband. So that means she submits to her husband like God? As she would to God, yeah, because if hmm. she has God in her life, then her husband will come second. Say the what? If she's submissive to God first, then her husband will come second. After- Ooh, no, not really. That's not how that works. Okay, well, teach me. That's not how that works. Your husband comes first. Okay. You submit to the God and your husband. See, this is why you guys got to turn in tomorrow. Because I don't sense that you're being malicious, man. Okay. But you ladies were taught wrong. You're teaching your daughter. Taught wrong. So to, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm saying I know, I know. That's why I said you're not being malicious. I'm not. I'm saying you're not. And it's I just honestly have tried to change the dynamics because I was taught so wrong. 
Right. So this is what I'll be talking about tomorrow. The black community, to break the civil rights movement, it was blunted with two things, feminism and liberal theology. Black women were, they used the church to separate black men and black women under this notion of equality. Black women have always been educated and always, but ne never go to, most women go to school to find a husband. Black women are going to school to prove they don't need them. And when you talk about submission, submit to your husband, but to Christ first. You submit to the God in your husband. You're right. Okay. Um, do Domestically, does your daughter know how to cook? Yeah, she's cooking right now. Cool. Um, how long were you married? I was with him for the 13 years and we were married five. Did they, did, did they watch you actually cooperate with him in the household? Yes. All right. Women need to talk, talk to their daughters about how to live and cooperate with a man, not what to expect the man to do for them. Women today are expecting men to do for them while they do this. And due respect, this going to school, um, she's 15 you know what she you know what she wants to go to school for she's in school for like biology biological science right now but if she went to college you know what she'd want to go for i'm not sure what she wants to go for right now i'm gonna just tell you right now i have a 21 year old <laughs> and i'm gonna tell you college is useless unless you're really going for science engineering technology math some sort of professional degree right and if you're going to school I want to start off by saying, why do we keep calling him? So I guess we kind of touched on it on that other topic that we talked about with the dominance. But, you know, people looking for validation in, in places and those places may not necessarily be the right places. And then also, like, if you've already been conditioned to look for acceptance in in ways that are usually abusive or mm -hmm. the quote unquote tough love, then mm -hmm. you're going to seek that out from that kind of person. And so a lot of these people are calling in because they want him to say, Oh no, you good. You, you actually doing good for yourself. They need to be validated by somebody that feels familiar. Right. In my mind, you know, they might have had somebody in their past life their whether it be their granddad, their dad or whoever that gave that same kind of advice. And so it feels familiar, even though it is borderline kind of sort of abusive it is mm -hmm. now i will say the particular video that i'm talking about he was a lot softer than oh, with yeah. her but that kind of confirms what you said about it being a skin color type thing mm -hmm. because she was a lighter skinned woman mm -hmm. and he did not talk to her like i've seen him talk to other women he 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 did have a part where he was like are you dumb he oh, did yeah, have, <laughs> he had his moment because he has to have one of those moments while he's talking. But he wasn't as harsh as I've seen him be with um, darker skinned women mm -hmm. um, than he was with her. So the first question he asked her, you know, she was talking about the fact that she had a daughter. Mm -hmm. He asked her, was she preparing her daughter to be a wife? I almost dropped my phone when that part came Like, <laughs> I have never heard anything like that before. You know, like, to just ask that. And she was like, yes, I am. You've heard it. So then... <laughs> you've heard it. You've heard it all your life. You, you've heard I that. wasn't prepared to be... I wasn't raised like that. 
not maybe not in your personal life, but the sentiment, like I feel like is there. It's this it's the same sentiment that our mothers, grandmothers and that we ourselves have been indoctrinated into, like being prepared to be of service to men. I feel like maybe it's the only child, only granddaughter thing, but I never had to clean up. I never had to cook. I never had to. My grandmother, if I was to spend a night with her right now, I would wake up and my clothes would be ironed. Right. Like I never had to really do any of those things to prepare me to be with someone else. Mm -hmm. So I I wasn't experienced. I didn't experience any of that. You know what I'm saying? So like when I heard him ask the question, I'm like, (laughs) So she answers the question, and of course, we're going to insert that in there. And when she answers the question, she talks about how, you know, she's smart. She talks about, okay, she can cook, she can this, and she can that, but she's she's smart. She also said domesticated, too, when he kept pressuring her to, like, better answer the question. Because I think one thing he said was... You're, you're describing a good citizen, but you're not right. saying how she would be a good wife. And so when when he kind of specified that a little bit more, she went into depth about how her daughter had been domesticated. And I was like, oh, this is real interesting how this is playing out right now. Because <laughs> the first thought when, she, when he asked what type of um, woman she was grooming her to be, mm-hmm. she went to, oh, well, she, she makes straight A's in school. Right. And he was like, that's a good student. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, she's going to go out to college and she's going to do this. And it it pissed him off so bad. Like, I saw his face. He was like, he was just disgusted by the fact that she wanted her daughter to go to school. Right. Like, she was disgusted by that. So then the question came up with, um, well, when do you plan to have her get married? What age Mm -hmm. do you think is appropriate for her to get married? So her response was 30. He was like, 30. So that's old. I was like, dang, I'm not. <laughs> right. Like he was like, why? Well, I want her. And so her response to that was, I want her to go to school. Yeah. Like I want her to have an education. His response was, why? why? Mm-hmm. And I paused it for a second. Cause I was just like. I, autom- I automatically knew where he was going. Honestly, I did. I knew where he was going with that when it comes to women being educated or pursuing education in that way. And the fact that he was going to tie it back to the idea of independent women, which is now Mm -hmm. a tainted term, right, in the dating world, Mm -hmm. and kind of demonize how she was raising her daughter to value education above being a partner to a man. And that's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. (laughs) Not only did he do that, but he basically said, so you're going to have your daughter. Because she said, I want her to get her master's, you know, and continue to go to school. Mm -hmm. This man got a whole drop about PhDs. Did you hear the drop? I heard it. Like, he was like, okay, so this is what you're doing. Yeah. For her to get a man. And then he's going to have to help her pay back the student loans. I can't do the voice. I wish I had CL here because CL surprisingly sounds just like Kevin Samuels. No disrespect to my dog, not though, because do he's not Kevin Samuels. He's not like that. If I, You know what? I'm going to say this. I feel like he is a high-value man, but he's not like that. You can talk to CL. He's going to talk listen. down to you like that. Um, but his voice, the first time I heard Kevin Samuels speak, I was like, I had to cut it off. Like, wait a minute, I've heard this before. I've heard this voice before because it's like the same voice. I would have had him do like the the voice because y'all know I sound like Minnie Mouse, so my deep voice don't sound that good. But he got really upset and was like, okay, well, she's gonna be with a man, he's gonna have to help her pay her um student loans, and then she right, he went on the whole thing. Then, okay, 
Kevin Samuels as a single as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know how single moms listen to him. I have no idea how they co-sign with him because he has said some things about. Basically, he says when you have kids, you you lose value. When you already believe that about yourself, then it's not hard to listen to someone kind of regurgitate that idea. You okay. don't believe that about yourself. You know, like you are valuable. A lot of times, especially being single, uh, a single mother. Mm-hmm. being able to juggle all that responsibility and still pursue a career and on top of that creative passions, like that's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know that to be true. But when you already are accepting these ideas about what your value is from other people and letting them place that on you, it's not hard to listen to somebody degrade you in that way. That makes sense. Cause I'm just, when he says something about, Oh, so you just going to have a baby and somebody's supposed to accept that and your student loans. I was like, Oh wow. <laughs> It felt like somebody kicked me in First the stomach. First of all, they like, with student loans too at this day and age. Okay, like, we all got student loans. <laughs> like, sir. <laughs> and he's so turned off like by independence. But to be honest with you, Kay, I feel like men that are insecure. Of course. They don't want a woman that has something going on for themselves. Like an educated woman would scare them. Why would I want you to challenge the status quo or what makes me comfortable? If, for lack of a better word, Word, if you are dumb, Mm -hmm. not dumb in that sense, but if you are not enlightened to yourself or, you know, not educated in that way to be able to explore yourself, not only through traditional education, but also like in other means, because when you go to school, you figure out who you are as a Mm -hmm. person a lot more than if you were to just go out of high school and get married. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, if I can get you when you're still impressionable, why wouldn't I want to take that and mold you into whatever I want you to be, into my image? Everything he says, it just makes me think of me, barefoot, pregnant, <laughs> nails not done, hair raggedy. Like, like it's like when you listen, when I listen to it, I feel like slavery. I feel, <laughs> I feel, it's like I hear the bells ringing. Like, it, I... Yeah. It's just so disturbing because this man has like 1.8 million followers on YouTube. So I was thinking about that when I listened to the clip in the car. And I was like, you know, we laughed at the the video yesterday. Like, me and B were in the studio and we were playing the clip I had um, mm-hmm. sent you. We were laughing. And I was just like, it's ridiculous. I said, but in that laughter, it's, it's this scary thing, right? Mm-hmm. One of the things that a lot of men say is, well, oh, People didn't start having an issue with him until he started talking about uh, getting on black women. I'm like, well, another way to look at that is he didn't start getting popular until he started really talking right. about black women. Mm-hmm. So let's, you know, see why that happened. But also, like, he represents something very specific. Mm-hmm. And it's the mindset that we see out here in this dating world when we're trying to connect with people with these expectations that, tell you that you are supposed to be barefoot and pregnant and it it sounds different right we mm-hmm. don't we don't really expect you to be barefoot and pregnant but what we expect you to do is be servitude to us like we expect you not to place your va- any value on yourself unless you have me on your arm right you know like and so it's that same thing like for him to ask you know how are you raising your daughter to be a wife like why wasn't the question are you raising your daughter to be a healthy adult right to be a fulfilled woman and then she can find a healthy and fulfilled partner why wasn't that the question furthermore are you going to make a part two where you asking men 
Exactly. Are they raising their sons to be healthy and fulfilled husbands? Or are you going to be perpetuating the cycle that we know does not work? We've mm-hmm. seen the broken homes. You know? We've seen it. We've seen it. We've mm-hmm. been raised by them where this this mindset where, oh, you just raised girls to be wives. And then they get into these marriages and they're unhappy. They're unfulfilled mm-hmm. and they're miserable. And they pass that on to their children. What happens is in a lot of these cases... If, if women were to actually do what he wants them to do and, like, basically groom their children to be wives right out of high school, first of all, you're going to go through a whole phase. <laughs> we all go through. Some of us go through our whole phase a little late. Uh, late bloomers. Yeah, I was late bloomers. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a spell. You know what I'm saying? It was a little aerials in my life. <laughs> It was all like it was all ran together, like it was like a like a six month span. I was just wilding. Yeah, me too. Like just wilding. <laughs> like I didn't even know who I was. You know what I'm saying? But I went through that because you gotta understand that I got married at like 24 years old. Mm-hmm. Like even though I was divorced by 26, I got married at 24, and I married my high school sweetheart, mm-hmm. somebody that I had been in it off and on with. For like 10 years. So for you, did you feel like there was an expectation there anywhere in your life? Because you said that you were raised differently. But I feel like... My family were not pushing me to get married. My family, if you want me to be totally honest with you, did not think I was ready. So where did that... Where did you... Where did that desire come from? Is what I'm asking. It came from... I had some other things going on in my life. Mm -hmm. um, At the time. And I'll go into details about that. Oh, no, you don't have to. Yeah, no, it's a, <laughs> this is another episode. I had some, it's it's another episode that's going to drop in October. Uh, I had some other things going on in my life, and I felt like it was the right thing to do, but my family didn't think so. Right. Because my family didn't think that we were compatible, mm-hmm. and they were right, and my family didn't think that I was ready. Right. And I wasn't. Like, I, I didn't know how to cook, how to do anything. Like, it was like I just had a husband and his mama fed him. You and know they, I mean? Entitled only. So that's what, that kind of is what happens when, when two underdeveloped people or emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally underdeveloped people are pushed into this idea that marriage is the end all be all. Like, you don't even know who you are as a person. So you exactly. can't choose a partner that is going to be compatible with you because you don't even know what's compatible with you because you don't know you. Mm-hmm. And so you get with you two people just in a relationship, basically, with rings on your finger and a title saying that you're my wife or you're my husband. And we don't even know what that means. We don't, just know don't. that we're married. And I, one of my biggest problems with what I saw when I saw the video was I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I have a son. And, like, I can't imagine myself, like, talking to my daughter and basically trying to. Because even her. with my kids, my daughter is my oldest. Okay, so my son is a baby, and it's it's stuff that I notice other parents do, mm-hmm. like you know having the daughter clean up after the son, mm-hmm. having the daughter like nurture and take care of the son. I tell my daughter all the time, "That's not your child; that's my child." Right. And I not only tell her that, but I raise her in a way. Yes, I might need you to help him with his homework because I'm working right now. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking you to do. You don't have to bathe him. You don't have to feed him. You don't have to get him anything together. You don't have to give him a snack. Just be an older sister. Be a child. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Be a little girl. Yeah. I don't want you to end up just, I'm not raising her to be a helpmate. Yeah. And if that makes me a bad parent, then so be it. I don't see anything wrong with it because everybody doesn't want children. 
It's a lot of women that don't want children and they're embarrassed to say that they don't want them because society makes you feel like you got to be a parent to be a woman. There's a lot of women that don't want to be married. And I was getting <laughs> it's a lot of women that don't want to be married. So why would I raise my child to be a wife? Am I raising my son to be a husband? That that was another thing, too, I think, in the conversation. Um, and like I said, I don't want people to think that this is just a Kevin uh, Samuel show because it's, it's like we're speaking to a mentality because people listen and they agree and then they take that and they regurgitate it in the dating world and mm-hmm. they try to perpetuate and enact a lot of the stuff that he talks about. So that's what we're speaking to. But he also brought up the, sti- that, the statistic. I can't even say it. It's okay, Jane. You know, he brought up the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> we know you can spell that's why that matters Listen, i can't spell it <laughs> oh no nah, i got it <laughs> he brought up that one in four um black women are likely to never get married in their lifetime right so mm-hmm. that's something that we constantly hear and it's like we're threatened with this this thing that you that's why you're gonna be single that's why you're not gonna get married that's why nobody don't want you well who said i want anything that's out here if this is what you're offering right if you're saying if you're trying to scare me into being of service in this way into domesticating me into being a wife because you think that's the goal, then you're telling me that you don't care about me being a fulfilled human being. Right. And that's my goal. So mm-hmm. if that means if me being fulfilled means I'm not going to be a wife, then that's OK, too. Mm hmm. So I think that, you know, when you spoke on that piece, it just brought that up to to me, like the message that he keeps perpetuating that we hear over and over again. It's like scaring black women into falling into line so that, because if you don't fall into line, then you're going to end up, you know, dying alone. It's like, no, I still got family. I still got friends. I still got companions and partners. (laughs) Just because you're not married don't mean you don't have something. Okay. The part of the video where she talks about how she's going to encourage her daughter to go to school, get her master's and, you know, get married after 30. Mm -hmm. She talks about that. (laughs) So he said he was like, okay, so that's old. So then they get to that part. Mm -hmm. Right. So then she says, she makes the comment. Well, I do want her to see, you know, I want her to be dating. Mm -hmm. So he says, oh, so she just supposed to be having we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna say it clean she's just supposed to be having sex uncommitted she's not gonna be committed right and i was really confused by that because okay i guess in his world marriage is commitment a relationship is not that's what i got from that that too but also shaming women for having onus of their bodies and i'm just like if she wants to go out there and explore because let me tell you something when you when she does get married, she's going to be expected to be able to perform on a certain yeah. level, right? And marriage doesn't guarantee commitment. Like, it's supposed to. <laughs> Jelly, don't. But we know in this day and age, I'm like, you so worried about her being a good wife. And yet that same husband that she married to is in somebody's DMs. Like, let's talk about that because we're, we're not actually raising healthy, fulfilled people. You're just telling you're just saying that the goal, the end goal is marriage and you can't, you stop in there. You're not saying what it means to actually keep and maintain these relationships. You're not teaching a person how to perform in a relationship mm-hmm. in a healthy way. And one of the parts about being in a healthy relationship is being a healthy person. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just like, you know, no. <laughs> I, I have, I, you know what? I think I'm going to call it. I got questions. Go ahead. He, he probably gonna hang up on me fast. I'm gonna say, was your mammy a virgin? Oh lord. When she met your that's pappy? the first thing. You that's say? the first thing because if you're gonna if you're gonna critique and you're gonna put people down that have that aren't married and they're out here having sex, I'm just gonna assume 
that you only date virgins. But if you only date virgins and you're not marrying them, so you're not you're not doing what you feel like we need to do. Well, that's a lot of what a lot of people say when it comes to this whole because it's not just him. Um, it's a, like you said, it's a mind state. It's, it's, it's a mindset. It's a, it's a mindset, mindset, a lot of people, and it's a lot of people that give dating advice when it comes to like these kind of platforms, and they speak to that. It's like, how are you out here preaching to to somebody how to have a healthy marriage, and you got two failed ones? At least in his case. So it's just like, what, <laughs> what, what did you? <laughs> That for him, you know, looking at his background, a lot of people bring that up when it comes to his platform. See, I didn't even know that he was divorced. I just knew he didn't. From my understanding, he's not in a relationship right now. Mm -hmm. And if he is in one, it's private. But I would love, I would love to. Uh -uh. You know what? (laughs) I'm too aggressive. So never mind. Never mind. I would have to drink Hennessy to call him. I'm not in the space. But it's so many questions that I do have. When it comes to like his delivery and what he says, because, okay, you don't want us to be independent. You want us to be dependent, obviously, but you don't really want us to have education. Is it because of the student loans or is it more to it than that? You already know the answer to that. Like, no, I want to hear him say it. Why? Because I don't think he can answer it. Why would you like? But so my thing is like, imagine that somebody with a mindset like that is sitting across from you and y'all at dinner. Would you try to engage and try to get them to see your value, basically? No, it, this has nothing to do with my value. It's it's the fact that a lot of the stuff that he says, I feel like he doesn't actually think about, think about it. Yeah, because I know who I am. So mm-hmm. it's not about me. It's more of, like, do you hear what you're saying? Here. Because cause <laughs> what you're saying to me is you rather me be dumb because you feel... I feel like you feel... Is secure about having a smart woman on your side. That's what I'm taking from it. Do you like he must don't hear that part of it. He hears it. I think he's very um, intentional. Like so one of the parts of the conversation that we kind of discussed uh, off air yesterday was. I think it's part him buying into his own BS and part him pandering too. right. Mm-hmm. He knows who his audience is. Mm-hmm. And he knows those trigger uh, buttons to hit and those things, those phrases to keep his popularity going. And mm-hmm. he's he's working it. You know, he's milking that thing for all it got. But he knows, like, okay, some of this stuff, like, it's no way you can't know that some of this stuff is just outdated and some BS. Like, right. you know, and if you do buy into it, you also know, like, it, it can't sit right with your spirit. Like, ain't no way in the it world can. you think it. <laughs> it. Not everything he said. Like, we were talking, the other podcasters, we were talking, and I made the comment, um, I mentioned Yoshi from the Very Necessary Podcast. Y'all mm-hmm. make sure y'all listen to them each and every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast for free. Okay, that was a plug. Um, I was talking to her, and I made the comment that I felt like a woman like her he wouldn't even have a conversation with right and um one of the guys he made a comment he said it's not that he doesn't speak to educated women he does speak to educated women but those conversations never make it on air exactly they're filtered or they're they're um they they don't they make sure that we don't hear those because i'm like it can't be the same type of women because one of us is going to get upset and be like i'm gonna tell him about himself and we're gonna call it can't be everybody so timid because i have a very timid personality for the most part mm-hmm. but i ain't with none of that 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 philosophy got going on you know so it, it, one of us be like you know i'm about to call it gotta be somebody yeah 
So somebody done challenged him before. Of course. And like, even like I said, when I listen to the clip, like and watch some of the videos, because I, I make it a point not to watch too many of them videos. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for research purposes and, and what have you, I was watching a few of them. And I was like, OK, it's just like how like sometimes radio shows or like um, TV shows, they'll screen the audience to get the, the specific audience member mm-hmm. um that they want to engage with for their purposes and it's the same thing there i was like you you keep going after the same type of women to engage in a conversation with because you know that if you were to get someone who challenges a lot of your belief systems and a lot of the things that you say that is not going to always look good in your favor it's mm-hmm. going to start challenge really challenging it but you don't actually you're not interested well, at least his platform i'm like you're not interested in having a conversation right that's what you're not you're interested in humbling men and women but a lot more black women than Mm -hmm. anything else that i see so i'm like if that's your goal then how is that contributing to healthy relationships in the long term if that's what you saying your goal is to create healthy relationships it can't be so you have to destroy my confidence in how i feel about myself in order to make it where i build a healthy connection with someone else that can't possibly be if dominance is the goal well, yeah, <laughs> if that is what we discussed on your show, we mm-hmm. ain't with that. Dominance is the goal. That's exactly how you do it. But yeah, not for an actually uh, mutually um, beneficial partnership. That's not how you do it. And and that's why I'm just like a lot of people that call in, they, they have some things in themselves and in their own lives that they still mm-hmm. need to work out, you know, and I don't fault that. I just be like. I say it all the time. I'm like, if you quote in Kevin Samuels and Kanye and 50 Cent and T.I., don't talk to me. Right. <laughs> if you got that stand in your bio on Twitter, don't follow me. Because <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably going to block you when I see that because I can't get with that. Like, if you're interested in having a conversation, I love it. But a lot of times, uh, people with a, a certain mindset, like, they don't really want to have a conversation. You want to come to the conversation feeling like you can teach me and not mm-hmm. actually listen. And mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. And that's why I would never engage with a Kevin Samuels. Yeah. I've been blessed <laughs> to not have to, like, deal with conversations like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a single mom. I have two kids. And... Uh, it's I count my baby daddies. I ain't shame. I got two baby daddies. It you know what I'm saying? I got an ex husband. I got student loan debt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I feel like I still bring a lot to the table, and it's nobody's that's it's nobody's gonna make me feel like I don't. And I feel like I'm raising my son to understand that he need. I want my son to be able to cook. Mm-hmm. I want my son to be able to clean. Right. I want my son to be able to fully function on his own and understand that a woman, a a partner is a great thing. Companionship is a great thing. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have it, you don't have to come to my house. Right. (laughs) I'm raising both of my and I'm I'm priding myself on raising both of my kids the same because in the generation that I came from, you know, the moms were always so much harder on the girls than they were the boys. See, I'm only child, so I don't have anybody to compare it to. But the moms were always so much harder on the girls than the boys. So what I do is I... I'm sorry, go ahead. What I do is I try to make sure that I don't have a difference between my kids. The only If there is a difference, it's because you have to understand your children's love languages and right. they... they they like a different approach, but it's not because of a gender. Right. So to answer the question, like if, if modern day women are ruining their children, like ruining their daughters, like 
I feel like I'm, I'm proud of mine. You know, what I'm saying? as you should be, because you're you're raising them. Sounds like to be healthy people, to be healthy children first, right? Because that's where every that's where your connections and your ideas of like how you're supposed to connect kind of develop in your childhood when you mm-hmm. talk about like attachment theories and stuff like that, and then you carry that throughout your life. You're raising them to be healthy, and that's the goal, not to be. Not to play in some role that mm-hmm. they may or may not even want to play in. Who's to say that, you know, baby girl won't, will grow up and she'll be like, you know what, mom, I don't think I want to get married. Right. And she you know? she may do that. Like, I made sure until I ran out of the characters, you know, on your Instagram bio. I ran out of words because I had added some stuff on there. But I used to always put the first word that was on my bio was always woman. Because that's what you are Before I was a mom, <laughs> I was a woman. Mm-hmm. Before I was a content creator, a podcaster, anything, I'm a woman first. Right. And I want to instill that with both of my kids. Right. The the boy and the girl. So I I don't see nothing wrong with this. Like, you, do you want children? I do. I think I want one child. I don't want, like, a whole gaggle. I could see you with just one. <laughs> I could see that. Oh, like, and it took me a while to realize, like, I do want that. I, I just never. So for me, I did actually like the the you know how you were raised up and I I was asking not because I was assuming but because I was saying that a lot of times we hear the message perpetuated and it's not necessarily in our homes Mm -hmm. so with my parents of course they were married and then my sisters like my mom my dad they never pressured us to get married like that was never Mm -hmm. something that they did my mom was just who she was and my dad was who he, he was and we learned from there and so my my two older sisters, they grew up and they their goal in life was to be wives. Like that was one of the, the passions that they had to be wives and mothers. But that was for some reason never something that I took on, probably because I saw what came with it. And I was right. like, I don't think I want this. I want something different for myself. So from there, it was just like it took a while for me to even conceptualize if that was something that I wanted in my life because it wasn't a focus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't something that was at the forefront. But I had so many messages telling me like, oh, you got to be prepared to be somebody's wife. Don't do that. Or Mm -hmm. you got to be prepared to be somebody's mother. You got to watch what you put on social media and stuff. It was like, what? (laughs) Right. Like, it's just too much. Right. Like, why can I just be who I am? And then when it's time for me to assume these roles, then I can assume these roles as a full person and not try to groom myself around something that I may or may not be actually playing into. But that's, I don't know. Yeah. Kids, one. I have (laughs) one more question, and Mm -hmm. then we're going to get out of here. Okay. My last question for you, as an educated, independent black woman, Mm -hmm. do you feel like because you are so independent, is that why you're having, I'm not saying you're having a hard time dating, but is that why Mm -hmm. you haven't, you know, gotten married yet? Is because you are so educated and you're so successful? No, um, I feel like more than anything, like I haven't had like bad relationships. I haven't had great ones. Like, you know, they have their own issues, Mm -hmm. but most of the issues was just like, you know, a lack of like emotional development and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was because I was more educated or because I was more, you know, dominant or anything like that. Um, but I do see how that play. I, I don't get approached by people who are intimidated. Okay. I think that's that's really what it is. Like, I get in, approached by people who are more intrigued by these things, mm-hmm. and then they lack the ability to kind of keep up with it, keep up with it right. sometimes or handle it or, you know, that kind of thing. But it's not like 
people just handle me with like a long stick <laughs> because of, you know, whatever accolades I might have. And I really don't have as much as most women, if, you know, when I think about it. So I don't know. It might be harder for them, you know, women with PhDs and master's degree. But also I would imagine those women are pretty fulfilled because what are you, what's the other alternative is to settle. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, what about you? Um, I don't have, you know, for what you have, you have. No, I'm saying I don't have problems like oh, with okay. people dating me or anything like that. Um, with me, it's more of the higher, the higher my standards are with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly can say that people that are approaching me now are matching that. Right. So when I looked at myself with a lower value, the men that I attracted mm-hmm. were there. Yeah. So now that I, you know, appreciate myself for who I am and I know my worth and I know I'm enough and I know all of that, like, because I'm here, the men that approach me, they understand that I'm here Mm -hmm. and they don't feel insecure about the fact that I'm here. Right. So I do believe that, you know, I believe in alignment and all of that. So the more that I love myself, I attract people that appreciate the fact that I love love me. I love myself, right. Right. Because you you seek healthy when you are healthy. Right. And sometimes being healthy means being in a smaller pool, too. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's not that you're single because, you know, you have all these things. It's you're single because the pool got smaller. That's true. Well, I'd rather <laughs> it get smaller than it have piss in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, Kay, can you tell the people where to find you? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I am Kay Antoinette, and you can uh, subscribe to LBF Podcast. Follow me on Instagram at uh, Kay Antoinette underscore the blogger and follow the Let's Build Futures page at Let's underscore build underscore futures. Yeah. Okay, so if you're listening, you know you can find me each and every Wednesday wherever you get your podcast. On Instagram is MCS with Key. Um, my personal page is The Diary of Key. That's my name on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Clubhouse. is Too Wise on Clubhouse. <laughs> also, you can find me at MyCurlSpeak.com. And if you have anything that you want to talk about, if you need advice, if you have any topics you'd like for me to address, you can email me at MyCurlSpeak at gmail.com. Until next week, thank you for listening.